Hello, and welcome to the Nerd Talks Podcast. This is your hosts, Josh and Ben, from our news talk show, Nerd Talks, that went on every Thursday for the past two years under our hosting. We decided to pass on our show and legacy to four handpicked members of our former school. So, we decided to also start this podcast that will cover our original love of pop culture and technology and to whatever we want to talk about without being bound down by the rules and news. Let's talk about our first topic that I have written down. We got mm-hmm. Samsung and Apple. Yeah, so um, they're both releasing their 8 phone. Uh, well, not, well, well, technically, well, technically... They already uh, Samsung already released their eight phone. This is the souped-up high-end version, Ooh. very high-end. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about that one first. Um, it's called the Galaxy Note Eight. Yeah, I've got a couple complaints about it. I know oh, you, you think it's gonna it. explode? No. <laughs> um, so it's too big, and it doesn't have the feature on Apple where if you soft double tap the um home button the the whole screen slides down a bit and you so mean like um one-handed mode yeah well it's well it's, it's not like that it's like you have to go into well you can set it up to do that but yeah but with apple it just comes like that and it's easy and also the touch the um id sensor for your fingerprint on the back that's too high it's just kind of an awkward phone to use in my opinion in my opinion, because I'm Samsung biased, ah, but in my opinion, I think it looks pretty good. It's well, it's supposed to be big for a reason because you know it comes with its own stylus, which <laughs> you yeah, know. I'm. It's a good phone, clearly. Um, and it has a big price only... tag for a reason. That's what <laughs> stylus should only be used on a DS. I'm just saying that. Like, but, that goes for the Apple iPad Pro as well. It's a $100 stylus they're selling with it. That's ridiculous. Oh but but really, like, the Galaxy Note is meant for, like, a business phone. It's not, like... it's I, I think of it as more of a business phone instead of a casual phone. Yeah, I could see that. It's It's a great phone. Like, it's the just... stylus is meant for, like, taking memos, writing down, being natural, instead of using your giant fat fingers. I mean, obviously. If you have giant fat fingers, that is. I, if you're an American, you better have giant fat fingers. I don't. Or, They're pretty small. Well, are you an American? Well, I'm Chinese. Oh. See, <laughs> that's the problem. Okay, so I'm not white. <laughs> uh, Alright. Um, so... Apple also has the iPhone 8 or iPhone X. Which is coming out sooner or later. Yeah, it might be called. Um, and they're taking so, they're taking ideas from Samsung. They're removing the bezels. They are. I'm and really happy button. about that. Um, I, I think all that's going to be great. I heard yeah. rumors there were going to be facial recognition. Well, that's a lot of honest. phones now have facial recognition. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe or they not will. really Maybe facial recognition. It's like a, you can hold up a photo of yourself to the camera and I'll be fooled. But mm. yeah, but that's all right. Um, and another big thing that I am hoping they implement: wireless charging. 
Yeah. Apple t- Apple has been way to the game for that. Yeah. You know? At this point, not having wireless charging, or at least an option to do wireless charging, is unacceptable to have on a nine hundred dollar phone. Yeah. Apple's starting to raise the price tag on their phones now. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I also heard a rumor that maybe they'll have two different or a bunch of different versions. Well, they always do that every year. They yeah, always have like a, a smaller the, and then a bigger yeah, one. Yeah, like they have the small one and the big one and the S. And I heard that the S might have an OLED display and a big They've been way to the party that. about that too. Yeah, but the big advantage with that would be that it looks really, really black when uh, it's projecting black onto it. Is it even blacker than if the phone was, was off? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. It could be. Who knows? That That's a possibility. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also heard instead of um, putting the, the camera side by side, they're going to stack it over each other. Yeah, I don't know, cause um, like and push it to one side. That's there cool. were these uh, fake iPhone 8s going around on eBay, I believe, and that's how they were. But they were just shells, and they were completely worthless. Um, who knows? Maybe that's what Apple's doing. Maybe it's not. And also, much like the Google Pixel, the the finger, the finger recognition, the the whatever, the fingerprint spanner is going to be directly on the back in the middle like the Google Pixel which in my opinion I think looks pretty stupid uh, it's on the Note it's, 8 I think well it, it was pushed to the top with the Note 8 and along with the yeah. S8 that came out last year I don't know I and, feel like um having it at the very top it makes it so people like Chris um he's one of our friends have to change what they've always instinctively done because he uses his pinky as his uh digit to scan into his iphone and you couldn't do that if it were on the back and up top like you're well, forced to use well, now you can finger. use your like your your index finger and your middle finger yeah you're forced to use your pointer <coughs> finger and for like 99 percent of people that's absolutely fine but I don't know. Well, the, I heard um, I heard that um, it's hard to find if you're just holding it like that. Mm, but that's why you get a case, way. unless you want to look <laughs> at its pretty back. Yeah. But, oh, but that's how, how are you cases slip it. gonna it's work cool. if you have that on the back of it? What the fingerprint scanner directly yeah. in the middle? Mm-hmm. Well, they cut out a little hole. <laughs> that's gonna be if so if you awkward. look at any Google Pixel thing, it's just on the back. There's just a little hole yeah. where the thing is. Yeah, you don't see many Google Pixels, which is a shame. They're but a good phone, but <laughs> it's just underrated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It says here on our little script that you have a story to tell. Oh, I do. So, um, today I finally set up my second monitor. Is it another TV? <laughs> no, but it's another <laughs> Samsung monitor. So for the longest time, I've just been using this old Samsung TV as a monitor, and it's worked all right for me. I get 60 hertz, um, 1080p, I think. It, it works fine for me. I have no need to do any higher. 
or any better than that. But um, well, if you want to watch a 4K movie, sucks to be you. I'll just downscale. It, it'll look a little janky, but it'll be fine. Um, so I went to the electronics dump, and I stole one of their monitors. Like you stole no it. One was, uh, like they said, please don't take. But I put in a crappy monitor and just grabbed one because it looked all right. And I I think it's like take a penny, leave a penny. Um, Did it distinctively say that? It said distinctively, do not take these. You are under video surveillance. You will be prosecuted. But well, that means you might be prosecuted. That's a chance. Yeah, that's just a suggestion. It's it's not suggested, Ben. It's there for a reason. I, They haven't called the cops on me yet. so Well, I'm they don't right. know your name, so they can't call <laughs> the cops on you. Yeah, but first of all, um, it uses... 14 volt DC power which is the most ridiculous thing ever like I have I think I have 8 10 12 and 16 volt DC power but I don't have 14 and so <laughs> I had to get that cable I asked everyone no one has one of them and well, uh, you shouldn't have just gone to some random store with a bunch of TVs lying around I it's a $135 monitor, and I got it for free, so I was willing to put in a little bit of money to make it work. And, and so I did that. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, it only has HDMI and DVI-D, I think, inputs, and I only had a DisplayPort cable left on my graphics card. So today I went to Best Buy and I bought a DisplayPort to HDMI converter. And I was able to connect the second monitor finally. And I found out they're different resolutions. Which isn't much of a problem. But it's a little awkward. Eh. Well, whatever. Yeah. And so, that's my incredible story. Yeah, hey, you told me this was funny. Uh, whatever. I, I didn't laugh. Alright, I'm person. sorry. I'm sorry. This episode of the Nerd Talks Podcast is brought to you by Bats PCs. If you are looking for a high-performance, low-cost PC, then Bats PCs has got you covered. For listeners of the podcast, Bats PCs is offering a 15% discount on your next PC when you email batspcs at gmail.com with the code NERD somewhere in there. It doesn't matter. This is... That is... Excuse me... Bat, B-A-T-S-P-C-S at gmail.com with the offer code NERD. So, fairly recently, it was the Spaceballs 30th anniversary. That was pretty mm -hmm. good. And as everyone knows, Spaceballs is absolutely the greatest movie of all time. Not really. Only but it, it's It's on my top five, at least. Spaceballs is actually really funny. Um, hmm. you know, because it also is basically technically a Star Wars film. It's yeah, because it's, you know George Lucas gave Mel Brooks his blessing, and Mel Brooks also hired ILM to do everything. Mhm. Mm I and I sadly, I not many people George are still Lucas. alive to see this. Yeah, I, such as um John Candy and Joan Rivers. Mm, yeah, rest in peace. I like peace. how George Lucas was just. 
totally cool with um with Mel Brooks making a parody of the movie he had worked so hard on. Just like yeah. Well, but no, but, but 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 he said um no merchandising rights, so that's why no. <laughs> that's why the the merchandising spoof is so prevalent in the film. <laughs> yeah. So, Cause you know, there's Spaceballs the blanket and Spaceballs the breakfast cereal and Spaceballs the lunchbox, Spaceballs the coloring book, and mm-hmm. don't forget Spaceballs the flamethrower. <laughs> and kids uh, love that stuff. <laughs> I want to go watch Spaceballs again. I hope it's on Netflix. It's not. I looked. Oh, that's. Uh... But I have a Blu-ray copy of it. Well, that's the only thing I'd use my Xbox for. That's the only thing I use my PS4 for, besides playing yeah. games. Honestly, um, Xbox, buying the subscription to get online access is so expensive, and all the games are 60 bucks. Why wouldn't I just play it on my computer for like that half the That is ridiculous. Now, now, console things, like the Switch now, for some reason, uh... The Xbox Live, um, PlayStation Plus, uh, there that you all have to pay for a paid subscription to go play online when you buy a game that's, that's like sixty dollars. It, it's so ridiculous, cause like I could go onto my computer and I could get a GTA Five key for like twenty five bucks. And then you go. That's when it's on sale. That's when it's on sale. That's when it's on sale. And if you go to like the right websites, like G2A, but then you go on and try to buy it on console, it's still like 60 or 80 bucks. And you also have to pay a $9.99 month to month or $60 a year. Yeah, you shouldn't have to pay $60 a year to play your $60 game. That's that's too ridiculous to play online. Yeah, that's like you can all, e- you can either pay it yourself or you can live off a friend. Yeah, all which... the good games these days are online, and the fact that you basically have to pay sixty dollars for that is ridiculous. All right, let let's hop back on topic here. All right, yeah, our spew of console gaming is too much. <laughs> we console gamers. But anyway, what you. what did we find funny about Spaceballs? I I thought the entire thing was just great. I, Perfect mix. The, the comedic timing was so good, and Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks is like the greatest person ever to have lived, or to live. Well, I forget. Is he pretty dead? good director? Yeah, he's dead. He's a no. He's not dead. He's like ninety two. He should be dead. That's old. What what do you mean that's old? Let's see. Who's older than that? Ah, the Queen of England. She's Not like the queen. 91. She's 90. Uh, she 91? And, no, her husband is like 97 almost soon. Next year. Somehow he's not dead. I wouldn't be surprised if when I Google the Queen's age, it says, You have no right of knowing that. Well, she uh, publicly says, it's my 90-something's birthday. Yeah, the queen is 91, and Prince Philip Duke is like 96. Of, I'm guessing, Earl? Earl no, he's Edinburgh. not an Earl. He's the Duke of Edinburgh. He Get is, it right, you 96. scrub. He's 96. He's like the oldest member of the royal family right now. 
Prince Williams is 35 years old? I thought you were... No, you forgot the queen's younger. son, who's going to be the king after she's dead. What, Charles? Yes, Prince Charles, Charles, the wanker. He's 68. He's like, like, apparently, he was like, born like, five years before the queen became queen. So basically, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to be queen, or I'm going to be king someday. And he told that to his friends, and six, uh, 70 years later, he's like, I'm still not king. That's not good. When is, my mom, had... when is my mom gonna die? <laughs> oh, imagine being in a royal family and just being Prince of Wales. And uh. then like, oh, come on, mom, can't you die? I want to be well, king And of... or dad, don't forget that. Oh. And or oh, dad. Oh, right, because um, Prince Philip still has to die. No, no, we, we, he doesn't care. We don't care about him. He's not, he's not in line. Oh, right. He's just her husband. Yeah. Remember, consorts aren't monarchs. Just, just get that out of the way. Speaking of cult George, classics besides Prince George has balls. forever. What? Before he's king. Prince George has like a good 70 years. Yeah. he's only four. But anyway, speaking besides... Besides of the royal family. Oh, yeah. Royal baby. New royal baby. Kate, stop getting pregnant. <laughs> you already have two kids. You already have an heir and a spare. Get Stop. Be be like uh, William and Harry. That That's enough. Oh, wait. Diana died. I forgot. <laughs> just, just stop. Just stop, okay? Oh, my stop. God. And it's been 20 years since Diana's been dead. Stop talking about her. Okay. Okay, All speaking right. of cult classics besides Spaceballs, Super Troopers 2 is coming out next year. Super Troopers 2 is coming to you. No, but, but, long speculations, it's not a prequel to Super Troopers. Just, just no, it's, it's a sequel. Get it over with. It's like the sequel trilogy of the original trilogy, not the prequels, which I'm, we shall not speak of. I am so excited for it. Ah, oh, that stuff is just so funny. My God, get Speaking, me a liter of cola. It's coming out on uh, four twenty, right? <clears throat> yeah, four twenty eighteen. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, movies, I'm really excited about. Psych the movie comes out this December, and uh, I'm gonna see it for my birthday. Well, happy birthday! I'm not paying for it. Well, you can get free tickets, so. That's why I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah. You're my hookup for that. And that's why I'm not going to get you any. <laughs> oh. Alright. Okay. Yeah, I right. think it comes out in theaters, but it might just be like a TV special. You mean like direct to TV or direct to DVD or something? I don't know. If it's direct to DVD, I'm, I'd buy it. It's I'd buy that for a dollar. Ah. Are we are we are we talking about RoboCop? I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> no, okay. RoboCop. I'd buy RoboCop for a dollar. Like the actual cop RoboCop or like so you'll you'll purchase the dead corpse of some guy from Detroit in a giant robot suit who thinks he's a guy but he's not. Because he's for a somewhat dollar. of a robot. Yes, I would. I would do that for a dollar. You you'd buy that for a dollar. Yes. Ugh. 
Oh god. But only because it's a dollar. Oh, a dollar's pretty good, you know. Even though it's yeah, basically I mean, worthless now. If it were like ten dollars, probably not, because I could spend ten dollars on anything. You sp- I could buy a Steam game for ten dollars, but I couldn't get. I could get one month of online access, or I could buy a Steam game for ten dollars. I'd prefer the online access, but whatever. <laughs> so, um. Uh, here's the part of the show where I'm going to give some recommendations of things that you should do. I'm sorry, I'm coughing. It's not okay. Uh, between... <coughs> oh, Josh is dying. Uh, between now and the next time that you listen to the Nerd Talks podcast. I'm probably going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might just be me. That would be so boring. And um, we're not getting our, our hosts involved. This is entirely separate. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend listening to No Wrong Answers. It's it's a funny podcast, but also the people on it are, like, hecka smart. Is it, isn't it because it's, like, um uh, an educational podcast? It's, like it's an educational podcast. Something about, podcast. like, teachers talking about teaching and news eh, about teaching. really. It's... It's, um... Hmm. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. No, or at least not the way I understand it. It's it's these guys, and they're really smart, and they talk about stuff, and it's all free-formed, and they don't have any scripting going on, and it's all, it's all just really nice to listen to. Uh, I'd also like to recommend um, Ready Player One. I'm, everyone's heard of it, but... Steven Spielberg's making a movie or directing the movie of it and it's coming out in 2018 and it's a really really good book and it's only 10 bucks on Amazon so you should listen or read it now everyone's talking about it our show is based entirely on this topic Star Wars specifically mm-hmm. right now it's episode 8 yeah uh let's see what what uh, a lot of new things are going to be added to episode 8, which is pretty interesting, but not interesting at the same time. But to yeah, us, it's so interesting because we're nerds and Star Wars we fans. Have, we have a good amount of pictures. Yes, actually. we have a bunch of images pulled up for us to look at. We're going to look at this first image. It's these two people standing in this image. Is um, They're called caretakers. Yeah, they... I, um. They look kind of like alien nuns. They're like nurses. Mm. <laughs> um, I th- I th- they say they're living on Octu, where Luke Skywalker was, but uh, I don't have any Wikipedia pages pulled up, so that's going to leave just, us on a cliff, and I forgot where they were in um the Star Wars trailer. Just looking at the, um, at the background from it, that looks like, that doesn't look like... Um, where we left off with Ray and but you know Luke. it's a planet. It's not just it's an, an entire planet, but it's mostly water with those giant rock pillars, um, and islands. I don't know. Maybe it is. Who really knows? Okay, our next image is of another creature. Uh, they're porgs. The porgs. cute things that everybody's making memes out of. Who doesn't love a porg? 
No, I don't like them. They're like Ewoks. They're like... I don't know. Uh, apparently, they're based off Icelandic puffins. <laughs> I don't know how they make that correlation. They're missing a beak, and they can fly, yeah. but... And I don't know. Something in recent news, we got a new Star Destroyer coming out. Oh, yeah. It's called this is like... the the Supremacy. Um, it's a new type of Star Destroyer. It's called the Mega Class Super Star Destroyer, or Star Dreadnought, whatever. And if you look at the image, uh, it's very big. It's almost, it's like, it's like one-third the size of the Death Star. It's, it's huge, and it's really, really cool. And it's... Uh, They've got, um, And I think some... Yeah, I think your Siri went off. I don't know why it went off. Uh, that's normal. It's a glitch. But that's if so you weird. look at the image and if you zoom in, there's a little a diagram that was found on Reddit, I heard. Uh, the Supremacy is the size of three Executor-class Star Dreadnoughts, which is the ship Darth Vader has in Episode 5 and 6. And that thing is huge. It's like a city on top of a thing. Yeah. Um. And we should probably talk about the two major defenses underneath the ship, the orbital auto cannons. No, no. This is a separate ship, Ben. This, this is, is a, a different ship. ship. This is a different oh. ship. This is the oh, really big is. flying <laughs> wing one. We're yep, talking about is... that next, viewer, listeners of the podcast. Don't worry. Yep. I know that. You did not, but this thing is just gigantic. This is apparently yeah. Snoke's flagship. Oh. And this is also the First Order HQ. It wasn't Starkiller Base. Why would they do that? That's pretty dumb. But this giant thing, this thing can hold basically three executors if it wanted to. Um, So can we just real quick talk about the fact that through Episode 4, 5, and 6... They kept building more Death Stars. Well, they built the first Death Star, and that blew and then up. got blown up. But that took like over twenty died. years. That took over yeah. twenty years. And then, like, within the next two years, they rebuilt one even bigger with even more men. And, and they're not using clones years. anymore. It How like... did they get so many men so fast? Well, they in canon they said they used droids to build it mm, but droids. but but in the movies you can see but they only built troopers. like two-thirds of it basically yeah but still it was super big and i thought they had something against droids oh they don't have anything against droids they use them all the time and they're more expendable than humans but they don't also care about humans either i want to I want Droidica to come back. No. I can't even say that, it. I can't even say it. But, but oh. the supremacy, this thing is like, I can't even see it, but this is like over and 20 lengths of an Imperial Star Destroyer. And those things are pretty big, if you think about it. And the resurgence, the, like, the, the Mega Class apparently is said to have, like, its own uh, space docks for resurgence. So they can, like, deploy them from underneath. <laughs> oh, wow. And they can also build resurgence if they wanted to. Little dry docks. That's 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 cool. 
That is really cool. And I'm thinking of like a little fleet of just one giant mega class, and then surrounding it <laughs> is like 50, 50 resurgent classes, which is in episode seven to for FYI. But and then this thing could just like tank everything if the the next star destroyer we're talking about comes in too. That would be an epic first order fleet. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how they would write a but way into destroying that. How 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 so how would they build this thing? They said yeah. how they said like the the first order was hidden in the unknown reaches of space, which is like the far off universe. And how do they have the resources to build this thing? You know, it's best not to think of that. Think of We also have a legends answer for this. They could have used the Star Docks or the Space Dock or oh. Sun Sun thing, Sun Sun Forge, Solar Forge. Oh, which is like they harness the power of the yeah. sun to build this. Which that would be really cool if that's <laughs> what happens. But yeah, this that's pretty. That's uh, but somehow they built this. Snoke, you know, he's rich. He wants to do whatever. I don't know. I find myself hating the villains in episode in the new ones more than I really hated the villains in the last three. The uh, the good three. <laughs> the good originals. Um, the I... good originals, not one, two, three. Those can all die. Um, I just... I never really hated Emperor Palpatine. And I didn't like... Darth Vader, but at the end, he turned out to be kind of like Snape. But like So, evil but good-hearted at the end. Evil but like kind of good-hearted at the end. I don't know. And these villains I really, really hate. And I think that's really just pushing the story farther and farther. I think Kylo's a brat. <laughs> I... I think no one likes Kylo because they killed Harrison Ford and everyone likes Harrison Ford. But, you know, Harrison Ford wanted to die at the end. He did, but he didn't want to die in the movie. He just wanted to die in real life because he was like, I'm done with Star Wars. More alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Uh. I think they did a really good job of writing it in a way where it didn't feel like they were just killing off a character. It felt like they were developing the plot. It was emotional when it happened anyway. It was but very emotional. everyone knew what was going to happen once he walked onto that bridge. Everyone knew. Yeah. There was like... I, The great thing about it was there was a split second where you were like, maybe, maybe Han Solo or... or <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I guess Han Solo will be able to do this. Maybe he'll be able to convert Kylo. Maybe something great will happen. And then, no. But it was going to happen. It was so devastating. And it was... It was so well done. Alright, our next ship that we have been anticipating... Because Ben didn't want to let go. But anyway, I, we got we got uh, the Mandator 4 class Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. It's, it, um, it's a lot bigger than just 
the the previous ships, everything in this well, trilogy is well, a lot bigger. But this is smaller than like the Executor. Oh, yeah. I but, you forgot you, you wow. But it's, this is a a strange ship design in my opinion. The bridge like the philosophy of like the first order was to keep the bridge less exposed because you know they learned from episode 6 where the A-wing kamikazed into the executor which mhm but this is this is somewhat out of the blue I I don't know. I think it was a combination of they wanted to build something that both looked really really massive and cool and they didn't really pay that much attention to the lore of this one part or like what the lessons learned or something but yeah cuz i i it's more like you make it something one thing specifically for this purpose like to kill an entire planet like the death star but it has that one strategic uh, weakness that it can't defend itself yeah and i guess i guess the bridge if they're redoing the um the good three which it seems like they kind of are um it would make sense that the mandator have a big obvious weakness like the bridge and maybe we'll see another wing fly right into it I think they should have like more than one of this oh yeah I'm hoping that there are multiple of these and according like, to legends yes legends is more important they want to continue like the reason they named it the mandator 4 because there were more mandators in legends mm -hmm. that's a nice tie into legends I think that's pretty we cool. have uh, we have a couple pictures of them and yeah you can definitely see that one and two were very uh like smooth and then three was like oh we're gonna to we're gonna make this more armored and yeah it was I see where they're going they're like they're trying to make a connection there you they are it's this is that's good they're making the connection. new one the new one looks really really cool um, is it really what would have happened if they completely followed the lore? Probably not, but it looks cool, so I don't really care. <laughs> okay, our next ship we have here is... Well, we completely skipped the orbital autocannons. Oh, yes! I forgot about <laughs> that stuff. These things, it's like... if you, like The Empire is known for like shooting their lasers directly at a planet. Pew, to pew. kill everybody. Mm -hmm. That like blowing people up. Like, it, there's plenty of examples about orbital bombardment. Yeah. Which is, but now they have the perfect thing to do that instead of just blowing up an entire planet. Which, <laughs> Tarkin, why you do that? Why you have to, you know, they were peace-loving people. Blowing up a planet wasn't enough. They gotta just decimate one part of it. Yeah. But these things look pretty cool. But They do. They're, I, um, they're on the underside yeah. of the ship. 
and that's something that we haven't seen before, but we also haven't seen one of their big ships with big warships be anything but a sphere. Like, so we had the two Death Stars, and then we had the planet. <coughs> it's a very different approach. Yeah. <coughs> okay, now we move on. <coughs> yeah. I'm sorry I'm dying, people. <coughs> But anyway, this is Kylo Ren's new ship, the TIE yeah, it, Silencer. It looks like Darth Vader's, but just cool. And also, Ooh. it looks like a TIE Interceptor from Episode 6. Yeah, it looks like a cross between a TIE Interceptor and Darth Vader's... Um, TIE Advanced. TIE, uh, yeah, TIE Fighter from... Uh, <coughs> episode what, 4. Like Episode yeah. 4? Yeah. But, it's, you know, it's because cool. Kylo Ren has a big diva and he wants to be his grandpa and whatever. Yeah. I think, I think as things, as uh, these movies go on, we'll see that everything looks a lot like it did um, in the original several years ago in the original ones, but they're using more CGI and everything's gonna look prettier and more extreme and just I think there's gonna be a lot more detail and I don't know it might look really really good or it might not. On to the next topic. We got the Snoke's new Praetorian Guard. Oh, yeah. These are... They're clearly the um, the Royal Guards from Episode 6. But they're more unique. They all have their own weapons and armor, it looks like. They do. I don't know if that means there are going to be three of them. There might be more. There be, might be more. They might be, like... A bunch. Slightly smaller roles but all individual roles or if this means that we're gonna have three different classes of um what what are they called uh called praetorian, guards. Praetor praetorian guards who knows also a quick history lesson for you people who don't know what a praetorian guard was basically in ancient rome there was these guys that stood around the generals and uh, emperors, they're called Praetorian Guards. Uh, before they used to be called for like a proprietor, which was a general or a governor. And then it got turned into like, oh, the emperor should have his own battalion of guys to kill everyone for them when he goes into battle, and also be his bodyguard, which became the Praetorian Guard. Quickly later, they grew very corrupt and they started killing emperors, auctioning off the crown, and. It was, it was nice and fun back then. Yep. Eventually, they got disbanded. All the emperors got their Germanic bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, uh, they look a lot like samurai. And I think that's really cool. But um, a lot of Star Wars takes some inspiration from Japan and ancient Japanese culture. Am I right? Yeah. You gotta yeah. look at Darth Vader. He's a samurai. Yeah, it's, he's... Yeah. And I don't know, maybe these have something to do with Kylo Ren's obsession with Darth Vader. But, no, but this is like Snoke's guys. Mm, there's Snoke. But, I mean... I don't know. I think Ky uh, Kylo Ren might not be the bad, bad guy. He might have influence he, or something. I think he... I think he's definitely under the influence of the creepy baby man um, that has a weird face yes and I think he's also I think 
If I had to describe this, I'd describe it a little bit like like Donald Trump and Mike Pence. <laughs> where Snoke is Mike Pence and Kylo Ren is Donald Trump. So you irrational, think you, you irrational think, and crazy. So and you, so you think Donald Trump is being controlled by Mike Pence instead of the opposite. Oh, I think Mike Pence is the competent one who's truly evil. Just like Snoke. Whereas I think Kylo Ren and Donald Trump are just kind of hot-headed babies. Hot-headed babies, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I want to say so well, Josh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. Now now we're going to talk about um we're going to talk about the Rebels season 4 trailer. The last mm-hmm. Rebel season, sadly. Oh, it's the last one? Yeah. Mm. I feel really sad about that. I, th- I thought I really thought it was gonna good. end somewhat after Rogue One, but nope. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wish would... it would. I wish. I definitely thought it would end around the time Rogue One starts. But we know we know that uh, the pilot Hera is still alive and Chopper, the robot droid. Mm-hmm. Which is and good. Really, I'm glad that they're doing all these TV shows because they had like the Clone Wars Clone Wars was and Rebels and like they're not great they're not as good as the movies but you can see so much character development and you can see like a connection between er, episodes it it does really help tie everything together and it's it makes sense really good yeah Dang, season four looks pretty cool. We got the the Mandalorians are back in the season, mostly, which are basically the guys who look like Jango Fett, but are not Jango Fett. Mm-hmm. In terms of armor, not looks. <laughs> but yeah, Mandalorians—they're beasts. They're great. They're warriors. They want to kill everyone, which is. It looks like oh, the Empire um, has a new weapon. They're having hints about yeah. episode Rogue One and the Death Star. They have a new yeah. electrical weapon that basically turns everyone into dust. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That freaks uh, me out. Oh can my. we backtrack a second? Because we totally didn't talk about this. But what do you think Chewbacca's role is going to be now that Han's gone? Uh, in terms of episode 8... Uh, I think he's just going to be, like, a companion to, um, Rey. So you still think he's going to be... Like, he's not going to... He's not going to just get the heck out of there. Because Han's dead, even though he swore a life debt to him. But, uh, I think he and Rey would be, like, a good companionship. I don't know. know. I think at least a small part of this movie is going to be Chewbacca going off on his own and Luke and Rey going to see him and that will connect Luke and Chewbacca again I don't know maybe that's not what's going to happen that's just kind of what I think might I in my opinion I think Chewbacca and Rey are going to stay together they're going to be best of pals because I I see a little bit of like Luke and Han in Rey like Rey is that adventurous type like Han 
but she also has the force and somewhat some of the stuff that Luke does. Well, it's canon that Leia has force. But she doesn't right? want to show it. She doesn't want to show it, but that means that her daughter could easily have the force. But and it's so... not confirmed that Rey is like Han and Leia's daughter. Mm-hmm. It's, I would not that. be surprised if also we see Leia die in this movie. Yeah, they they gotta tie in what uh, they have to Carrie write Fisher. out Carrie Fisher. Yeah, she died in real. Try life. and end the story of Leia. Yeah, and they have to. They have to. I'm afraid that's gonna be one of the things that they don't do well, and that really needs to be done well, because she was, she was incredible. Like Rogue One did a good job, sort of ending her. They her, did her a thing. great job. Um, I wish it hadn't been CGI. I wish they had just cut to the actual beginning of it. Yes, I, I wish that too. Instead of but, showing like the tentative for Leia yeah, being it, like, no hope. It was um, it was different. It was different than the opening of four, and it added no extra information. Besides, it was, besides, it was well, it showed the funny parts, like, like in the in the beginning of episode four, Captain Antilles, the the guy wearing the tan suit. He was like yeah. choke. He's being choked by Vader, telling him to his face, "This is a consular ship. Uh, we got nothing related to the Death Star here." In front of da- Darth Vader, who basically killed half his crew. In his face, yeah. the ship left I... in front of him with the Death Star plans. It's like an episode of Cops. Oh, I didn't have any association <laughs> I... to that. No, I just saw you. I don't. I. I was really, really hoping that they would go to episode four because it would have been the perfect conclusion yes, it would. to a movie that it was one of the best in the Star Wars series. Yeah. I think I, most I, I thought of it agree. more like a documentary, in my opinion. I thought and a really action packed documentary because that's I what honestly, Gareth Edwards is like. Like he likes doing like the, the documentary shots, which mm. is really good. And yeah. it introduced a lot of cool things related to the Empire and the I Rebellion. I honestly liked Rogue One more than I liked 5. I, I really like Episode 4, too. It had a nice yeah. job with the Empire. I, I liked... think if I had to go, I'd go Episode 4, Rogue One, Episode 5, Episode 6. In my opinion, I choose like episode five first, episode four, Rogue One, episode six. Yeah, I and then... really like episode five though. Like, episode five's alright. I just it wasn't my favorite. But it's all about that revelation that, like, Darth Vader is Luke's father, but you yeah. wouldn't know that yet until uh, well, you would know that if you watched the prequels beforehand, which is. Not the correct order to watch it. No. Uh, the correct order, which no, I think... We're not talking about that. That's our <laughs> next episode. Alright, alright. We'll, we'll save that for next time. So tune in next time to hear the correct order to watch the Star Wars series in. Yeah. But on to somewhat also Star Wars stuff. We got... Episode 9 director got fired. His name, mm-hmm. Colin Trevorrow. Why did you get fired, Josh? Uh, creative differences. And he looks strangely like Bernie Burns from Rooster Teeth. He really does look like Bernie Burns. Very, very uncanny. It's... It's 
pretty great, actually. You know, who knows? Bernie Burns could be actually Colin Trevorrow, but <laughs> he worked on uh, Jurassic Park as well, right? I I don't know. But... Uh, in some capacity, I believe he did. But it was really a mutual leave because Colin Trevorrow was like, oh. I, I get what you mean by that I have to go, but this was a pretty good job. But we don't know we don't know who the new director is yet, I think. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll stay updated with that stuff. So far, I think um, Lucas Studios has done a great job picking directors and doing everything. So, honestly, good. I have high hopes for the next yeah. one. That's I if episode eight's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think episode eight's going to be okay. Right. I, I, I right. think it's going to be all right. We're we're in safe hands with um. I hope episode Ryan nine, Johnson. like, we're actually has a satisfying conclusion that answers a good amount of the questions, mm. and uh, leaves not much left out. Okay. Alright. If you enjoy a podcast where you hear two men talking about their differences in life, personality, talk about their love of technology, specifically Apple hey, products. That's kind of us. That's you not really us. us. Uh, listen no. to Hello Internet, a podcast hosted by the YouTuber of many channels that are education related. Brady Heron, Tough as Nails, Posh as Cushions, whatever, blah blah blah. And the man behind the stick figure glasses uh cgp gray who likes talking very fast about a lot of things also or or if you're a very history buff or a very big history buff like i am and you're looking for something more history weighted and to listen to listen to the history of rome podcast hosted by mike duncan and as the name suggests talks about one of the greatest civilizations known to man follow it or from the founding of the city on seven hills to the fall of constantinople uh topic we got power rangers the decline i think power rangers has gotten a little bit more cheesy over time oh yeah definitely um well i mean even if you look back it was kind of cheesy but it but was like it was a really good type cheese. of cheesy like age it was cheese 90s cheese it was it was teenage mutant ninja turtles cheese but, like, well, in the beginning, it was, like, owned by Saban. That was, in the beginning, it was good. But then when it switched over to Disney, it got a little bit more cheesy. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it is what it is. And then, especially when Saban just bought it back, they, they it's more orientated to, like, younger kids, in my opinion. Oh, Absolutely. And that's not a bad thing, because it's always kind of been oriented But then, then all the girls are a bit over-sexualized now. No, that's kind of a problem with most film, and most media in general. It's just, Power Rangers was, like, cool. And now it's just, now it's just another show. It's like they sold another, out. It's another Nick show. <laughs> yeah, they sold out. It's, it is what it is. It'll be fine. I don't think I'm going to see it. What do you think of the movie that came out recently? The reboot movie with uh, Elizabeth Banks and Brian Cranston. Now, I didn't watch it personally. I, I heard... pseudo-watched it. 
I heard it wasn't bad. I heard it was pretty good, actually. Um, I mean, they got some decent actors in it. Yeah, they got freaking Brian Cranston, the best drama actor, good drama actor. Yeah, One he's good. Best. Really. Best. Um, thank you, Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, that's on my uh, that's my next watch show. Haven't watched Breaking Bad yet. No, I know. Why? I have to get to it, and then I have to get to. Better Call Saul. Yes, you need to watch Better Call Saul before season four comes. Yeah, so I have to basically binge Breaking Bad. Binge Better Call Saul. Binge Better Call Saul. Okay. Uh, I think... I I haven't known this, but earlier this year, uh, Power Rangers came out with a new one. And I think right now they're just revisiting topics... Because last year was like Dino Charge, and they already did like five dinosaur-themed things. Mm. They did the original one was sort of dinosaur-themed. There was Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder. Uh, there was also one before that, somewhere in the early stages of Power Rangers after Mega, or after um, Mighty Morphin. And the, and also Dino Thunder, um, I it's just, no. But now they're revisiting the Ninja era, and they already did uh, a Ninja theme. They already did Ninja Storm when it got bought by Disney. Uh, Ninja Storm was if fluctuating. The villain was weird. I don't know. Maybe it'll turn out really, really good. Maybe it'll be terrible. But you know, Power Rangers are really terrible. But at least, (laughs) at least they're adding new topics since like 2012. You know, because um, Samurai that was that's somewhat new. If you don't consider, I mean, it's like you don't consider ninja stuff realm as ninjas, but it's it's different. They're changing it a little. But you know. Samurais live on the North Pole, and ninjas live in the South Pole. <laughs> of Japan? <laughs> Whatever. It's an analogy, boy. All right. But, All right. And then there was the um the pirate-themed Megaforce. Well, mm. it wasn't really piratey themed but when Super Megaforce came out, it was more piratey. All right. We would like to remind our listeners once more about the deal Bots PCs is giving us for you all. When ordering your next PC through Bots PCs by emailing them at botspcs at gmail.com, use offer code offer mm, use offer code nerd for a fifteen percent discount at purchase. Again, if you email BATSPCS at gmail.com and use offer code nerd when ordering, you will gain a fifteen percent discount upon purchase. Alright, time for self-stories. Very fun topic. Ugh, ugh, for me. This is the year forgets for me. Oh my god. You wanna know why? Because I keep forgetting very important dates to me. And, like, I I keep forgetting people's birthdays. I'm not really good at birthdays. I'm sorry, people. If you have a birthday coming up, please tell me, like, 50 times. I'll write- I'll try and write it in my calendar. I am very bad. Also, I forgot the day of Hong Kong handover 20 years on. 
And why is it 20 years on? Because that fateful day in July 1st, 1997. Yes, the 90s. Why the 90s? A lot of weird history. But very, very memorable day. I, 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 I like watching it. Also, I keep forgetting people's birthdays. Uh, There's something right. wrong with me. I keep forgetting people's birthdays. I I'm never really any good at that. Um, this is why we have Snapchat to tell us, and Facebook <laughs> yeah, and whatever to tell us that it's their birthday. What I, use. I just use social media to figure it out. Uh, so I guess it's my turn. Um, I don't know. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about the age of really silly cinema. So like. Um, Bill and Ted's Epic Adventure and Bogus Journey and Ferris Bueller's Day Off all the movies like that they're just they're classics and they're so good but they're also so silly you mean and they're, they're they would just be, basically yeah if they were made now they would just be regarded as a crappy comedy but since they were made back in the 80s and 90s everyone's so, so respectful good. of them yeah. they're so good it's I don't know it's just been something I've been thinking about recently oh yes I forgot it's been one year since um Gene Wilder died oh the comedy nice. legend himself mm-hmm. ah so sad always look no no that's not the wrong one this is the wrong one death. Ba- okay, no okay yeah. but anyway because of that, I've been really into Willy Wonka for the past week or so. Mm. <sighs> comedy or classic? Why did I say comedy? It's a classic, especially Willy Wonka with um. Oh crap! The creepy guy. Why can't I remember his name? Uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp. I didn't. I didn't like the new that one. Was, that's that wasn't good. But no. The the original. I have I yeah. have a very newfound respect for that. Yes, that was very like, well done. When I was in second grade, I didn't care much because if you weren't in my school, but um, uh, everyone, we had this music teacher who once in a while would put on a video for us to watch. And she would, if we would want to watch like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, she didn't put that on. She would put on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because she thought it was less cheesy, more original. Even what though is? it was actually an advertisement for Quaker Oats. <laughs> yeah. All right, but, but um, it, it, it's good. Like you gotta you gotta love Gene Wilder. Yeah, it? absolutely. Because of his stage acting, he's a very good singer. Because you know he performed on Broadway. He did. It was. I haven't really seen any of his Broadway performances, but I'm sure they were incredible. Like you gotta you gotta yeah. love him. You gotta oh, love him. If you do, if you don't like Broadway. Willy Wonka, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Speaking of Broadway, uh, Newsies, which is one of my favorite musicals of all time, is on Netflix now. And oh, I, I heard, heard it's yeah. Really, yeah. really good. Um, yeah. And also, speaking, coming to Broadway in 2018, <laughs> there's Frozen. Oh, my lord. Yes, Frozen. That's Frozen. terrible. Uh, and they're, like, changing some plot so it fits better into, like, mm. a play situation. I, I just right. hate Frozen altogether. I I don't know. It's it's whatever. Like the reason I hate Frozen 
because oh my god everyone starts breaking into song if they hear something related to frozen they start singing think... let it go or the the summer song or <laughs> w- w- the first time in forever song no i don't i think frozen may have made um musicals or including song in movies and um performances a little more mainstream but i don't know why that did it it should have always been like that well because it's like a disney animated movie music in any type of media is always good this is the end of our podcast for this week what shall we talk about next week we don't know and so don't us yeah especially me i don't know what to write about (laughs) and so don't us that's Perfect. All right. Farewell. Farewell. Goodbye, people. See you next week.